Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Judas came and he looked for an opportunity to betray Jesus. Betrayers are opportunists. They look for an opportunity to get what you got. Because mainly, they don't want you to overtake them. Mainly, they don't want you to go higher than them. Because Jacob grabbed the heel of Esau in the womb because he didn't want Esau to be over him. So that spirit was already in him from his mother and from Abraham. And it came down to his brother and through the generations to a point where <clears throat> Esau was coming. And Jacob got scared. See, they get real scared because they got a lot to hide. Deceivers, betrayers, they got a lot to hide. They're not honest with you. They're not open with you. Their heart's not pure with you. The Bible says blessed is the pure because they'll see God. But the betrayer is going to hang himself and he's going to fall in his own pit. Because in Psalms, when they laid a pit for, for David, they fell into their own pit. Hallelujah. So you don't got to do like Peter and try to handle it in your flesh. You don't got to cut their ear off because the betrayer has come. You got to disarm the enemy and love your enemy and bless your enemy. Because the word of God says that you can't curse what God's blessed. So it don't matter how many times they try to betray you. You can't curse what God's blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey. We don't fight our own battles. Don't fight in the, in the flesh. Don't betray people because you sow what you, you reap what you sow. Don't betray people. Don't think that you don't have enough that you got to steal somebody else's. You got your own. All you got to do is connect with the Spirit. And then he's going to produce through you and the fruit will remain. You don't have to have another man's fruit. You got your own fruit. So we don't want to be betrayers today, God. We want to bless people. We want to turn from betraying to blessing. I want to turn from reaping being betrayed to reaping being blessed. Hallelujah. Jesus, when they were at the Lord's Supper, he broke it and blessed it and gave it to his enemy. And he was thankful. When the betrayer came, Jesus was thankful. Hallelujah. Thankful that we're counted worthy to be persecuted for, the, for his sake. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That week when y'all were praying for me, I was laying on my bed worshiping. And the Holy Ghost gave me a vision. Whoo! Gave me a vision. I wasn't even thinking about betrayal. But I have been praying about a year. Why does this keep happening? Why is this, what's in me, God? Who have I betrayed? Why do I reap betrayal? That's why I've been praying about a year since Pastor Manuel. 
What, what, why, God? It's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. If it keeps happening to us, if it keeps happening to us. But my vision was Jesus. Because I was asking what's in my heart. And I saw Jesus sitting at the Last Supper, the Lord's Supper. And he said, which one of y'all going to betray me? He didn't do anything to be betrayed. You don't always, if you've been betrayed, it don't mean you're a betrayer. You don't always have to be a betrayer to be betrayed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for our King of kings and Lord of lords. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! So we see it went through the generations, and it was passed down to Jacob. But God changed his name. See, he somewhat repented when Esau came. He kind of sort of did. He didn't all the way, but he, he was giving him gifts because he was scared because he knew he wasn't right in his heart. But Esau said, I've got plenty. I don't have to have your blessings. He said, I got plenty. And Esau turned around and left some of his men with Jacob. So God restored that betrayal. God blessed Jacob, and he changed his name to Israel. He said, because you have prevailed, I'm going to call you Israel. Your name is not a tricker anymore. It's not a deceiver anymore. It's not a betrayer anymore. Your name is Israel because you have prevailed. Hallelujah. Hey, And when y'all were praying, y'all saw the rod, the staff that went like this, and the enemy couldn't go past it. And that's what's happening to y'all, that you're going to cross on over. You're going to come out of those betrayals. You're going to come out of them and quit reaping them because that's what happened to me because God showed me where it went in me as a little girl. And I want to share, but I don't want to use names. So I'm going to share. God showed me. Because I thought I must be betraying people for this to keep happening to me. I started asking him. And he brought me back when I was little. And somebody, this is going to get serious. Somebody that was kin to me. I was 10. They called me in the room, and I thought it was innocent. Was there any kids in? They laid on top of me, but they were too drunk to do anything. I told an adult, but I believe God saved me that they couldn't do anything. But I... I was real nervous about telling it, Ruth. <laughs> but I told an adult. So that adult brought him in the room with me at 10 years old and made me tell him what he did. I was betrayed. I was betrayed by that person that I had. Instead of them confronting him, they made me at 10 years old confront him. Then I had to be around him the rest of my life, real close to the family. And that day, he stole my innocence. And so all these years that I've been betrayed, 
They're coming after my innocence. So I was reaping that, that they see an opportunity like he did because Mama was gone. They see an opportunity like he did to come against innocence. So you can be innocent and be portrayed. But it took a deeper root in me, Jackie. Took a deeper root. She made me betray him with my words. And at times I've betrayed people with my words. I didn't know that's what I was doing. But when I would pray and I'd say their name or something and I was betraying them with my words, God showed me last week. He said, that's because that betrayal went into your heart. So he, so we may not betray in natural ways, but we can betray with our words. So I repented and asked God to take that out of me. Amen. Genesis 27, Jacob, uh, Esau said, you supplanted me two times. What supplant mean? Overtake. He overtook him two times, stole his birthright. But in Genesis 27, it says, but when you have dominion, you'll break the yoke off of, that Jacob has on your neck. When you have dominion, you'll break the yoke of betrayers off of your neck. When you realize that we have dominion because he gave us power over all power of the enemy that nothing shall by any means hurt us anymore. And last week, that betrayer was nailed to the cross. I, forgot, I forgave those adults. I forgave her for making me betray with my work, making me do that, and I forgave him. And so that betrayal can stop happening to me. That betrayal can stop happening to the church. That spirit of betrayal has to come out of Freedom Ministries. It has to come out of every person in here, everyone that thinks they don't betray. They need to think about Peter because he didn't think he ever would deny Jesus, but he denied him three times. So we can't say we don't do that. We got to ask God to search our heart. Search my heart, God. Is there any betraying spirit in me, God? Because I don't want to reap it anymore. Those of you that have been hurt, opening your heart too soon. See, I always open my heart to everybody, but God has shown me, even with this uh, leader last week, but God showed me through that. He said, we open our hearts to people, especially in worship. We open our hearts to people instead of to God, and we connect leader to take us in the presence and then it's all about how good they are, but we're not connecting to God. And he said, that's why my people keep getting hurt, because they're connecting to people instead of me. They need to connect to me and let me move and let me bring in the presence of God. Let me have whoever I want to up there and quit connecting to a person and then getting so destroyed because they betray you. It don't mean to harden your heart. It means to guard your heart. It don't mean to harden it. It means to guard it. And Julie's always taught me because I always wanted to operate and be innocent and open, and I never wanted any walls so people could come and, and see opportunities all the time. So I'm being more careful. Hallelujah. 
So God's going to reveal the spirit of betrayal. And I ask you right now, God, to, to let us see. Let us start revealing. Show us vision. Show us times where we've been betrayed or we betrayed so this can come out of our heart. How many times are we supposed to forgive? <laughs> Seven times 70 in a day. Now, Peter, he wanted to know why, why I got to, how many times I got to forgive God? He, it was the sixth day of something, and he wanted to be through with somebody. He wanted to cut them off, so he wanted to make forgiveness a law. <laughs> he wanted God to tell him exactly how many times he's supposed to forgive. And Jesus' response was seven times 70 in a day. You're not going to make it a law for me. You're not going to make it a law for me. Open your heart and forgive and get it out. In the name of Jesus. Get it out so you don't reap betrayal anymore. Hey. I'm so glad because I've been asking about that so long. Woo. But when that rod came, when y'all prayed, he said in Psalms 23, 4, he said, I'm going to comfort you with the rod. He said, I'm going to, let's look at it. Psalm 23, and that's what happened to me. That rod came, and that judgment had to stop because of the prayers of the saints. So always when that happens in my life, it's for the body. It's not just for me. Psalms 23, 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So that staff was right there, and they saw where the enemy had to read the word. So how are we going to cross over betrayal to blessing? Is there gonna, we're going to have to have the shield of faith. We're going to have to have the sword of the Spirit. And they're going to have to see the word instead of us. And then the enemy has to turn back and turn on himself like with Jehoshaphat. The enemy had to turn on itself because they can't go past the staff. They can't go past the staff. They can't go past the word of God. They can't go. <laughs> hey! 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 Can't go past the word. Hallelujah. Shield of faith. Sword of the spirit. My helmet of salvation, my breastplate of righteousness, my feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. My loins are girded up. Amen. Thank you. Woo. Hallelujah. I got a lot of notes, but he seems to be shortening it. He wants to do a deep work. Woo. Who else betrayed? David. He killed, he killed Bathsheba's husband. He betrayed his soldiers, fellow soldiers. I want to thank God for veterans today. Amen. <laughs> Give you honor. He betrayed the soldiers because he stayed home because he saw a pretty woman. What happened to him? God said the sword won't leave your house. That's where the reaping started. He was betrayed over and over. Even Absalom betrayed him. Amen. 
So we're going to stop the reaping today, don't we? The Word of God says when the Word comes, there's increase and multiplication. When the Word comes, Acts 6-7, there's increase and multiplication. The disciples multiplied when the Word came. The Word on that staff that, that leads and guides us into all truth, when, the, when they see that, they can't. You know, the rod and the staff, the staff was used to cross over, for Moses to cross over. It's also used for Jacob. So God is using, he uses that. What's making us cross over from betrayal to blessing? The Word of God. The Word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We'll look and see. I think I'm covering a lot of it already. You know, Jesus could have called 10,000 angels. And you can call anything in your flesh that you want to. But he knew if he did that, he wouldn't have us. So we have to look beyond the betrayal. We have to look beyond what's happening to us and just trust God. Trust God. Okay, they did this to me. Somebody didn't wave today. Somebody didn't speak today, but they called me last week wanting help. I think I'd just be offended. You know, the Bible says offenses will come in Matthew. Offenses are going to come because the Word says they're going to come. But when they came, he said, don't take your offense to everybody else. Don't pick up the phone because then you're betraying people. How do you deal with offense? I used to pick up the phone every time I was hurt and called Julie years ago. And finally, she quit answering me. <laughs> she didn't want to hear it no more. <laughs> what was I doing? I was offending one of these little ones and putting my, trying to put my stuff on her. But the Bible says it's better that a millstone be hung around your neck than offend one of these little ones. So when new people come in, we got to be careful not to offend them because we want our own places or whatever. We got to be careful about that. And so he comes, it's going to come. How did the disciples handle offense? When you read about it, when the offenses came, they said, Lord, increase our faith. Lord, Increase our faith. So your faith will be increased when you don't spread the gossip, when you don't betray with words, because he, he said that. He said, they said, Lord, increase our faith. Instead of turning away, going home, and all that stuff, that, that everybody else is blessed and you're isolated. That don't make no sense. What does separating yourself do? It isolates you. Everybody else is enjoying God's presence and you're staying home. So it really don't hurt that person that offended you. It hurts you. So we have to get all those things out of our heart. We have to ask God today, why am I offended so easily? Why can it? And, and also know that it's not about you. It's about the word. Probably you just done something for the kingdom the week before you got offended 
Probably you just let God use you. Probably you just witnessed. Probably you just sang. Probably if you look back, you can see, oh, okay, this is a trick of the enemy because Satan betrayed Jesus. Satan betrayed God, and he'll betray you. He'll betray you. So don't drink of his cup. Don't drink of his cup. Drink of the cup of blessing because Satan, don't, don't uh, get offended and connect with the enemy. Don't get offended and connect with the enemy. Come out of betrayal into blessing. Hallelujah. Go ahead and walk through that offense and watch God give you an anointing that will destroy the yoke off of people's neck, off of your neck. You'll have dominion in that area. Whatever offense you conquer, you have dominion in. And you're able to... I'm talking about that anointing don't leave you. Because you died to it. You see all these coins? There was a time I told God, I'm not paying my tithes no more because I ain't got joy in it. And you said, let a cheerful heart give. And I, it lasts about two weeks. <laughs> I said it. So God had to break it out of me, and I had to give and give and give and give. But you know, that is not an issue in my life anymore. It's not an issue in my life anymore. Hallelujah. I, I had to preach. I was in here at prayer one day, sitting on the fourth pew, and Mama was leading a prayer, and I don't know, I stood up and said something, and she said, you're going to preach Sunday. And I'm like, what? That's just a testimony. She said, well, I, I want that. I don't want the three-point sermons. I want what God has shown you in prayer. And from that day on, the preach came on me. So people always wonder when it's their turn. She always told me when I said, what's my destiny? She said, prayer, 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 because it's going to come out. Your destiny's going to come out of prayer. And when you're connected to God, you're connected to the Spirit, then people's going to see the anointing on you, and they're going to call you forth. So you don't have to make your own way. You don't have to trick to, to get on the platform. <laughs> Not that any of y'all do. But you don't have to. Just stay connected to the Spirit. And when you push Jesus like the Spirit of God does, he pushes Jesus. He don't push himself. John the Baptist pushed Jesus. He said, Behold, the Lamb of God. He didn't take the glory. He was here first. He didn't take the glory. He gave it to Jesus, and he prepared the way for him. And as long as you do that, you'll go far in God. You'll go, you'll go a long way because it's not about you. So when the offense comes, it's persecution comes for the word's sake. Tricking's coming for the word's sake. Because somebody sees something on you, and they want it. And they don't want to pay the price you paid to get it. So they just want to take it. It's, it's also, I, I didn't even look at all of them, but it's five of the commandments. To betray, you're going to, we're going against five of the commandments. Do not steal. Do not lie. Do not bear false witness to your brethren. Do not covet. Can't remember the other one. But at least five of the commandments are the same thing as betraying somebody. It's a big thing to God because Satan did it to him. And he said, 
Jesus said, I seen Satan cast out of heaven like lightning. So God will fight your battle for you. You don't have to betray back. Don't betray back because you're going to reap more. <laughs> going to reap more. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, let's look at Matthew 26, 14 through 16. I'm almost done. It hurts so bad when someone betrays you. But it, if we'll quit connecting to that person, connect to God, it will guard our heart. Then one of the twelve, called Judas, went to the chief priest and said, What you willing to give me if I betray Jesus? So a betrayer always wants to know what they're going to get. They're coming to take something. Had another Matthew. Try and find it. Verse 16. Because they say, we'll give you 30 pieces of silver. Verse 16. So from that time, he sought opportunity to betray Jesus. Jesus knew the betrayer was in the midst. I knew. I knew. People that don't submit and they hadn't submitted in 20 years, they got another agenda. Sandra, I want you to come share what those three kind of people are that you tell me all the time. I was trying to share it to Apostle Darla, and I think I forgot one. Elder Sandra. <laughs> yes, I was uh, listening to a pastor one day, and he said you have three types of friends. One is a confidant. A confidant going to be there with you. They're going to do whatever it takes. They're going to be there with you. They're going to stand by you. They're not going to betray you. They're not going to talk about you. They're going to stand for you. And then you have a, a, a comrade. That comrade is only there for a season. He's there to get something from you. Something he sees inside of you he want to get. And then you have uh, uh, confidant. No, Conrad, confidant, constituent. A constituent could be there a long time with you. They can go years and years and years, just like the apostle said. And you feel you in your heart, you think that they really are with the, with you, but they're not. Just like she said, they will not submit. And you could tell they won't submit. You could tell. The things that you say to them, the things that y'all walk down, you could tell. Now, if you put everybody in perspective, your confidant, your constituent, and your comrade, you will not get your feelings hurt. You will not go through the pain because you'll see each one. God showed it to me. He'll show it to you. Amen. Guard your heart. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We face to have an altar call, but I want to read Genesis chapter 32, 
10. And Jacob said, I'm not worthy of the least of all these mercies of the truth which you've shown your servant. For I crossed over this Jordan with my staff. What's going to help you go from betrayal to blessing? The staff, the word of God. God wants us to cross over and come out of all that offense and betrayal. And Jesus came out of it. He crossed over and went to heaven. He crossed over and went to heaven and he resurrected. So people that's been betrayed all their life, God wants you to resurrect today and lay all that on the altar and forgive 70 times 7 and get it out of your heart. How do we get it out of a heart? He said, confess your faults. Why is it a fault? Because you have it in your heart. Confess your faults to one another that you may be healed. So you may need to share with a leader or something. But, Rayshon, I believe that you've been betrayed. I believe that people have betrayed you because of the anointing and the power, and they've used you. And God wants to break something out of your heart today. Jackie, God wants to break something out of your, out of your heart. We just pray right now, and we're going to let Josh worship. I know this wasn't very long, but did y'all get the message? <laughs> okay. We're going to worship and let God move on our hearts today. Amen. If you want prayer, come to the altar during this worship. Hallelujah. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.